All right. So sorry for doing this so impromptu like this, but wanted to, you know, make sure that we did something to keep the streak alive. Um, you know, Twitter slash Elon rugged us on Friday, but they cannot rug us completely. So we are out here and we're going to keep it going one way or the other. Um, I want to start off with Wonka. You know, congratulations, man. I know you were talking about how big of a messy fan you are. How are you feeling tonight? Very good, very good. I mean, it could have gone much easier, but it was really a hard leg of a match. <laughs> but, I mean, um, that, makes it, uh, that makes it more worth it or more special. Yeah, than that, right? true. But I don't know, man. I have never been more – it's kind of really stupid to say, but I have never been more exhausted in my life, like, watching a match, you know? <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm I think I'm done watching football or even soccer if you want to call it soccer, but I think I'm done. I'm gonna retire now. <laughs> like that's it. Nothing can eclipse that moment for you. No, no, it's perfect. I mean, I remember watching this 12 years ago. Like you know, I've been watching this for like 12 years now, and now finally, in the last chance, it's uh, done. So it's kind of it's kind of you know like my childhood, and now it's all like become true. So that's great. I'm very happy actually. Even though I'm not Argentinian or even close, so. Wait, Wonka, was there was there a little soccer game going on today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I love that. So, where'd you watch it, man? Were you uh, were you at a bar or just chilling at your house? Uh, like, no, you do anything special for the I was, game? I was with my family. My brother's also a huge fan, so. We were both just uh, my dad, who was all. I mean, my dad. He he also joined us, even though he's not an Argentinian fan. But it was very nice. Yeah, it was a family event. All right. Well, love to hear it. Congratulations. I know it was a big morning slash afternoon slash whatever it is wherever you are over there. I was pumped for you whenever I. I mean, it's fun just watching greatness whenever greatness is happening. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw your tweets and I, I just saw your tweet. I think you tweeted something like, you know, Messi, it's really good, but it's even better if the match is better or something along those lines, right? And it's like, no, 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 we just need to win it now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, see, I, and I guess that's the deal and the advantage of being able to watch the game without being a diehard fan is that you understand that going into it, like, you know, I wasn't going to be upset one way or the other. I mean, what, what, uh, yeah. how do you pronounce his name? Mbappe? Like, whatever the heck that dude was doing was freaking yeah. insane to watch yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't know. I mean, I may be biased, but this is like one of the best World Cup finals that I've seen. But I feel like, uh, I would, I wish I could have watched it as a neutral fan, you know, like you could, where you don't have to like be so anxious and so on. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Love it, man. Well, congratulations. Rooster, what do you have going on today, sir? Uh, doing some laundry right now as we speak, you know, doing the adult life. Um, finished my coffee earlier, so that'll be fun. Um, You're making it sound like you had a rough night last night. <laughs> uh, it, 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 was, it was a long night last night, um, actually, very long. Made some good money though, uh, so that's uh, it. Even poker? Out. Uh, no, actually, they have a poker game going on tonight. With yesterday, don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, today, there's another one going on um, that like the frogs are part. Bro, of. so if it wasn't poker, then like, what were you doing up late making good money? Is like the question that I'm left with. Working. 
Okay. Love to hear it though. I mean, that makes sense. So like honest work. Yeah. Like, like okay. work that you got to pay taxes for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes sense, man. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, so now just doing laundry, trying to catch up. So kind of upset I can't make this poker game. They're doing like 75K in prizes. Uh, so at least that's what they're claiming. Um, so that's kind of crazy, but I won't be able to make that one. Uh, but other than that, honestly, I was about to snipe a, a new panda, but someone front ran me. So I'm calling the Ethereum help desk after the space to try and flag that transaction. <laughs> the OpenSea help desk, you know, I, I heard they're great as well. <laughs> um, dude, it's funny. I was stumbling across some celebrity account that was talking about NFTs yesterday and I forget who it was, but she was complaining something about how, you know, how egregious it is that OpenSea just continues to let these apes get stolen. And, you know, it's just ridiculous that they're continuing to let the apes get stolen and that they're not refunding customers and, (laughs) Just all of these things that make absolutely no sense for NFTs whatsoever. But looking at it, I saw she actually owned two apes. These are the people <laughs> that are still out there that are involved in this space right now that are making those same type of complaints. So either one, I'm completely clueless on how NFTs, OpenSea, and all that stuff works. And they are correct. And your complaint will be heard. Or two... I don't know, man. We've got a lot of people that still need a lot of education as far as how to handle their six-figure assets. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of ridiculous, honestly. I wonder what her response would have been if you just simply asked, what can OpenSea do to <laughs> stop this? Like, it, it, that That's not how this works. It, it, I don't think they understand. It's essentially like... actually giving your your you know wells fargo password to someone and then like oh they stole all my money actually i know someone who did that they thought they had a sugar daddy and uh he was like i need your i need your bank password to deposit money and this (laughs) this person sent them their bank information and then they like withdrew like 20k out of the bank like overdrafted $10,000 somehow. And I'm just like, (laughs) yo, it doesn't make sense, man. Yeah. You know, dude, it's like, I I actually do remember who it was now. It's this Instagram thought Ella Orton. So I saw her tweet that out. Like somehow that came across my feed and I was going to think of something creative to say back. But then I realized either way, it was going to be a lose, lose for me because one, You know, if I'm in the replies and I say something that actually makes sense, even if it's some type of diss and it makes sense, she wouldn't have been able to understand it. Two, you know, if you actually say something educational and informative back, you're, you're called out for simping. Three, if somehow, you know, like, even if I just make a joke and it does resonate with a lot of people, it still brings that account attention and it feeds her dopamine as far as just getting the, you know, the likes and the whatever else that are coming through 
So it just wasn't worth it on all fronts. But I did sit there and I was like, you know, it actually was an eye opening thing for me because I don't think I've seen anything that ignorant as far as the process of how this works from somebody that owns an ape in a while. You know, it's typically just people complaining about it from the outside. But that was a firsthand seat of these people are still out here. There are definitely more apes that are going to get stolen in the future. Oh, yeah. Well, what wouldn't surprise me if someone just uh, drops a malicious link under that and it's like, OpenSea actually did solve this problem. Click here to vault your ape. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's exactly it. Like, it probably would have been a free ape had I thought of that. Yeah, for real. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on, Adrian? How's it going, sir? Oh, I just had to chime in. It's like, you know how they call it social engineering? That that means that it's an inside job. They're all like, it's, it's the end of the year. They got a tax harvest, so they get scammed at the end of the year. It's just the season. I mean, is it though? So what I'm wondering, I think there actually is a classification difference as far as selling something and then having it stolen as far as the tax harvesting. I don't know if you can write <laughs> off stolen assets directly, right? If it's a stolen asset... <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't write that off as far as a loss. You know, that's just something, if you don't have insurance for you're just shit out of luck. You know, I, I think that that's a, that's a good question, actually. And you know what, last year, around I'm this time. I'm pretty sure on that. Like, the, a lot of people were selling them to each other, like their wallets as like a tax harvest. And then a couple of people got caught saying they got scammed. And basically, it was an inside job of how to like hack OpenSea, like within their own people kind of thing. That's a a little bit the way people were tax loss harvesting was yeah they were making the selling transaction, so you know they were able to document that. Uh, it's a whole different transaction if your NFT just gets transferred out of your wallet as compared to selling it. So yeah, people were selling them to like their own alt accounts um, just to claim that loss on you know their main account or whatever. But yeah, it's completely different than just transferring. Yeah, because it's similar, I think, say that you get it stolen, I think it's really similar to what would have happened to anybody with the FTX situation for having um, any capital left on those accounts. Like, I talked to my accountant, and he said, you cannot claim anything whatsoever until the resolution of all this is over officially. You can kind of, I guess, you can, it's a gray area, you can I guess if you really wanted to, then hope and pray and just say that you did it in good faith. But if you're audited, you're going to get called out on that. Yeah. Um, the, so I'd assume that that'd be something similar. Yeah, I was hearing about that, about the FTX situation. Is like, how do you report either any gains or losses if the whole process was, quote, unquote, fictitious? Like, the books were all messed up. Uh, Kaleo, I want to ask you, because my personal uh... – beliefs is we won't have as much as a tax loss harvesting season i mean we haven't really seen it too much so far in december and we, you know we're only like two weeks out from new year's because tax loss harvesting season was like the last 10 months uh <laughs> just in my personal opinion <laughs> no kidding so what about tax loss harvesting season rooster i, I think i missed the question do, do you think we'll like see you know it actually be noticeable um, for the rest of the year, or do you think everyone just <laughs> tax loss harvested for the last 10 months? 
I don't know. It's a good question. I I see the tax loss harvesting narrative losing a little bit of steam with the fact that the entire market across the board, just about every single sector is down as much as it is. So I don't know. Maybe there are these whales that are out there that (laughs) need to tax loss. Like they've been tax loss harvesting because they've just been raking it in from treasuries. Um, But I... I don't really know who else is out there on a massive scale still tax loss harvesting. Um, so hopefully there is somebody behind, there has been somebody behind the scenes. Maybe we do get the uh, January rally and everything turns back around. But for now, I I don't know, man. That narrative is a tough one to argue considering what everything's been happening. I think you've got to hit, at least in my experience, the nail on the head with what, what's been happening the past 10, 12 months, really. Yeah, I mean, that was my thought process. I haven't seen, uh, you know, any, like, honestly, really any signs. Um, most of the communities on projects that I'm vested in right now have actually been performing uh, fairly well the last couple months. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it could just be, you know, the projects that, you know, I'm a part of in Bullish On, which is why I haven't seen them. But, yeah. And, well, and, and Rooster, that's an idea also that some people, I guess, might say, for instance, that, you know, you're an NFT trader and you've been killing it on NFTs. Maybe there is a narrative to say that, okay, you've got some losses that you had earlier on in the year and now you're having this comeback where whatever you purchased you purchased it at the right time when everything was down maybe now wouldn't be a bad time to sell and then after you do sell just wait a few weeks and whenever it hits january um buy back into the project and i I guess just harvest whatever the uh you know the wins are against your losses so that might be a narrative to look at right now is that some people might look at whatever assets were winning, you know, whatever direction they had them, and they had losses from earlier in the year, they could potentially sell against that. Assuming that there's any liquidity left in those projects, because unlike Wonky Stonks being one of the only projects from 21 to continuously have sales to this day, uh, many projects don't see 0.01 liquidity in a week. Well, so Rooster, what I'm talking about though are even projects, say like the Pudgies or the Pandas too, right? Where you're sitting there and you're you scooped up all these pandas at point two something ETH, and you have absolutely killed it with the pandas throughout the year. But you had some other bogus mint project that you minted out at this really high mint price, and they just tanked to nothing. You sold it for pennies on the dollar earlier this year. So now you've got these losses already harvested, quote unquote, that you could now sell some of your winners against here right now, closing out the end of the year. And then you can get back in that project the next couple of weeks and you know just scoop it up wherever it is, and you could still potentially get in at a better price. Um, even if it slightly increases from now because you saved whatever that tax, you know, whatever the gains were from the taxes on the initial sale. Okay. Okay. I see, I see what you're saying now. Um, that makes sense. 
uh, if it's uh, the disparity is greater than what the tax would be from like long term games, I would, I would guess. Uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't know if you uh, seen the new drip on my panda, Kalea, but do you see the the shirt I'm rocking? I think I saw it. I forget the quote. I gotta gotta zoom back in. It must be nice to be able to change your PFP, which you know nothing again. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, not to say that my PFP is not sexy as hell right now. It's a sexy PFP. I just like the ability. I don't like being trapped and not having the option to change it is what pisses me off. Like, why would anybody pay for an account? I mean, think of any other social media platform that people use. As time progresses, people age. You need to change your profile picture. Maybe there's something cool that happened in your life. You you had a cool relationship or you took a picture in front of something cool. You finally had professional headshot taken. It, it just doesn't make sense. That you're trapped with one picture forever without any type of idea. Will this be able to change or not? <laughs> and so it kind of pisses me off that that's only a byproduct of being a Twitter blue subscriber. And I, I canceled my Twitter blue also because after I changed my PFP, not only did they lock it, they also took away my blue uh, blue check mark that I paid for. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I don't know what the what the algorithm for this blue is. I'm not even allowed to get Twitter blue because I change fit so often. Like it, it's annoying. Uh, I I passed it on the the initial rollout because I was like, oh, every everybody's about to have a check mark now. I was like, I'm, a, you know, I don't I don't need one like that. Um, but then now that I want one. Because, you know, it does help the the algorithm and the interactions. You know, they do say it does prioritize um, engagement. Uh, so it's like, okay, that could be worth it. But now it won't let me get it because I change my PFP quite frequently. Even if it's minor changes, like new shirts for the pandas or like, you know, Christmas gear or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, even the stuff that's being rolled out right now with the social media blocking to any type of Instagram or Facebook links or Linktree, that's so stupid. People use Twitter as a launch pad to visit other platforms. It's a conversation launch pad. And a lot of that has to do with spreading out to these other social media sites and I think that there are way more honest actors that are shilling their other social media platforms than there are dishonest. Why ban it? You know, it, it makes zero sense as far as saying, hey, you can't even talk about this other platform that you think is good because it might bring other users to that one rather than this one. Well, it's not the platform that's doing the publicity in that way it's people it's real users let them speak that's banning free speech it's so dumb pp go ahead so i have a hot take on this i want to know your opinion uh i think they throw stuff at the wall that they know is never gonna stick because you've seen elon tweet in the past like anytime there's a bad take or like he does something dumb like he'll come out and tweet twitter high usage has never been higher because you have so many people online complaining i think they're doing this to not only get their numbers up 
because you're going to have so many people coming out of the woodwork who haven't tweeted in days to say this is stupid. And while they're doing that, they're going to see ads. I mean, he's not an idiot. He knows this is a I, I would think he knows this is a horrible idea. Uh, so that's my like tinfoil hat like take on it is like they throw these bad takes against the wall knowing good and well they're never going to stick because like you see like 99% of the people are like this is horrible maybe but why if you know it's a bad take in the first place why just throw it out there if you know that it's going to be a bad idea why even try it because nobody was talking about Twitter at the moment and now everyone like you're it's basically generating ad revenue it's pushing out bad takes to get engagement. You look at like people like Shill and Villain and like Bark Meta and like they're posting, is anyone active right now? Like 85 times a day. I mean, it's shitty. It's dumb, but it works. But I, I don't know. It's just a take. I think I definitely don't see it sticking because I mean, he wants people to be happy and wants people to use it and nobody's happy. Do you see it as like a, any pub, any publicity is good publicity type deal? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm driving. Oh, so are you seeing it as like a, any publicity is good publicity type of deal? No, it's just I'm seeing it as something they've like he's done in the past. Like he he made a horrible decision to remove the uh, the reporter and like reinstituted him like after he did like the poll. I guarantee he hops on here when he gets back from the World Cup and puts a poll. Should Twitter do this? And it's going to get a like resounding no poll. But, like, Twitter usage is going to be through the roof. Like, I just don't see it being a bad move. So, yeah, any good, any publicity is good publicity. Like, you're going to, it's sort of like the Trump take. Like, as long as you have people talking about you, you're in the win. Speaking of which, uh, can we touch on that for a second? Please, God, no. <laughs> the Trump I, I totally missed that bag. So did I. I I purposely faded it. I was sitting there on on the website with ready to purchase about five of them, and I was like, I you know just out of respect, I do not want to partake in this. I was like, please let's not dump millions of dollars of our precious NFT liquidity into this. But everybody faded my fade. And now I don't even know what they're sitting at now, but dude, I I saw it hit like thirteen thousand mints within like two hours, and I was like, okay, these are gonna mint out. And so I went to the website because uh, I didn't have any like free ETH to like scoop up any. And I went and I was gonna purchase fifty with a credit card uh, or my debit card. But like every single time I try to use MoonPay it like blocks me and like makes me create a new account. And so I like had to run. And so I was like, all right, screw it. I'll just do this later tonight. And by the time I like sat down to do it again, they had sold out. So I'm big mad. Cause I was sitting down to buy 50 of these fuckers. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I saw it. <laughs> I faded it completely. I should have, but rooster. One of the things to consider is I'd love to see a breakdown of how many of the cards were sold with credit cards versus um, what proportion was actually, you know, sold with uh, uh, ETH slash Matic slash whatever. I don't know what they. That'd be a, a... because the credit cards is new capital injected into the system. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it, it's a weird dynamic, I think. You know, that that would definitely, definitely. Well, actually, I take that back. Credit cards are not new. Either way, you're sucking liquidity out of the system because if the people with credit cards end up selling, then actually, then, you know, it kind of is. I guess it is still kind of injecting, even though you're taking that ETH from somebody else whenever they are selling, you're able to take that. And, you know, it brings new people in, new buyers. Yeah, what so I want to see one of the reasons I was the, uh, sorry. no worries, um, was just, how many new wallets were onboarded? That's what I want to know is how many of his followers that weren't a part of, you know, NFTs or crypto before have now, like, this is their first NFT. Because I know quite a few boomers who would probably jump on this without a question um, if they saw it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that point. I mean, I had a friend who just bought it via, uh, via his email. So they didn't really have to even give in their wallet. They just had to, like, you know, give in their email and just pay using their credit card. And then, like, he wrote me, like, you know, I bought this Trump card, but it's not on my wallet, right? Of course, it's not in your wallet because it's minted, uh, like, to an, I, I'm not sure about this specifically, but it was, you can just see it on OpenSea, and then you have to import it into Taurus, right? And, like, three days later or two days later, he just called me, and he's like, he doesn't know how he can sell it because you have to, like, import it, and he had no idea. So, like, even it took me, like, three hours or, like, two or three hours till I could figure out how he could sell it. And by that time, the flow was, I think, 0.8. So, yeah, I think there are a lot of people who don't know how to sell it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I saw these comments of people, like, they got the Magic Link wallet or whatever with the email. And they're like, how do I get a wallet? Because they just had it attached to an email. Wait, so... <laughs> okay, I, I completely missed uh, that whole part of the drop. They were... You were able to claim it through an email, but now you can't get it into a wallet to sell it. So they're. I mean, I mean, you could, well, but you needed. Yes. You need a Polygon wallet, right? You couldn't just get it. I, I don't think you could just transfer. I mean, you could transfer it to Coinbase, but I think the only way. Oh, I'm not sure. One of the ways that it worked was you had to get it to X. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, Taurus, Taurus, Taurus wallet. Yeah, I mean, one way or the other, it was pretty crazy watching it run up the way that it did. Here's the lesson that I learned. After how we watched what Trump did to the markets while he was in office, <laughs> shouldn't have surprised us that he ended up making these rally quite a bit, too. Personally, I still think they're going to fade way beneath that $100 mark. Um, there are a lot of people, I think, still speculating on that out there. I think that he needs the capital that he ended up raising from all this and all the other little things that he's doing. Um, and that they're not going to inject it back in and protect floor price or do anything like that. I think that it does eventually go back down lower. I mean, like, look at the Melania NFT drops. Nothing crazy has happened from those, and I know that it's a different audience. Not everybody is crazy about Melania. Trump almost hides her, but <laughs> I, I just – I don't really see this – being a long-lasting investment type thing. It's going to be like every other celebrity, what they end up doing with their NFT collection, they're going to completely forget about it within the next year. So you're telling me you wouldn't display one of these beautiful pieces of art on your uh, digital <laughs> art screen in your house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Don't go that far, man. Don't go that far. If I had the opportunity to, you, you I might just do it. <laughs> can't deny true art. Oh, man. Um, speaking of true art, we had a guppy sale this, you know, a couple days ago. It was, uh, yeah, it was by so, the, uh, the same guy who bought the last guppy. He said uh, something along the lines of he was sitting in his backyard smoking a bowl and uh, he came to the realization that there's a lot of pussy MFers, he said. So he bought the guppy. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. That is a beautiful statement <laughs> if I've ever heard. <laughs> he, he said specifically a lot of pussies who like flip for $20. I, I felt a little offended because I was probably one of them. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, you know, definitely quotable. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful quote. So love to see that. Love to see some action with the guppies right now. Um, in the heart of the bear market. So that's amazing. Um, it was it was sad to see, though. I'm pretty sure that there was a hack that ended up dropping. I, I don't know if we ever ended up seeing who that was, but there were some beautiful stonks that were held for over a year. And I looked at that wallet, and it wasn't just the stonks that were floored for wheat. There were a lot of other... Um, a lot of other different collections that that guy had and looking at the wallet that ended up consolidating it too it was a lot of fishy action behind that so we found our Not whale that's see. tax loss harvesting that's it <laughs> I'm kidding um, so yeah you know it's it, it's been a fun week and tomorrow we've got a set up where um, I need to go ahead and set that out and tweet it out but meeting with um, the pandas and bags. So be on the lookout for that rooster. If you want to hop up on stage with us, I'll welcome you to it. The more the merrier. Um, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, you know, let y'all do your thing or whatever for, you know, whatever so, the first part is and uh, hop on when it opens up for sure. Should be at 2 p.m. Eastern is what time we're looking at right now. So be on the lookout for that. Um and yeah, that's the big announcement heading into this next week. What about uh? So, let's set up um, wonky, or maybe we can do it in the the bag space as well and do a wonky panda cross poker Christmas tourney. I'm down. Um, I would definitely be down for that. So yeah, we can talk to talk to uh, bags tomorrow, get that figured out, and try to set that up here in the next next week or two. Sweet. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I do not have that much more time right now this afternoon, but I wanted to make sure that we kept the streak alive, kept going with this. Appreciate everybody that tuned in and everybody that came up and joined the conversation. We'll be back next Friday, 12 Eastern as well. So make sure to be there, be on the lookout for that space, and we will see you then. Mm -hmm. And see you tomorrow as well. Let's go. Thank you, everybody, coming out. Love and light, everyone.